This is Emmanuel, God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday. It is the Sunday on which we remember Jesus, our Good Shepherd. He is the one who on Good Friday laid down his life for the sheep so that we might have life and have it to the full. More than that, so that we might rise from the dead to everlasting life. Jesus is our good shepherd. He watches over us. He protects us. He cares for us each and every day, forgiving our sins and granting us eternal life, we pray. Dear Lord Jesus, you are our good shepherd. You lead us in paths of righteousness. You guide us through the valley of the shadow of death, always with us, your rod and your staff protecting us. And you promise that you will give to us everlasting life and that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. For all of this, O Lord, we give you our humble and hearty thanks this day, asking for your blessing as we hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our gospel reading is written in the 10th chapter of the Gospel of St. John, beginning at verse 11. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. At this time, I will invite the children to come forward near to their TVs, near to their computer screen for a message for them. Good morning, children. Thank you for watching our worship service today. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday. We've heard about Jesus, our Good Shepherd. In the 23rd Psalm, we say, The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus is your Good Shepherd. He takes care of you each and every day. He watches over your life. He protects you. He guards and he defends you. Most of all, he is your good shepherd who laid down his life upon the cross for you so that your sin is forgiven. And as your good shepherd, he rose from the dead on Easter so that you have a joyful hope that your body will be raised from the dead on the last day and you will live forever with Jesus, your good shepherd, and with all who believe in him. There's a song that we sing about Jesus, our Good Shepherd, in which we sing about how we are 
his lambs. And so I thought I would sing that song through one time and then you can join with me and we'll sing it through a second time. You know it really well. It goes like this. I am Jesus, little lamb, ever glad at heart I am. For my shepherd gently guides me, knows my need and well provides me, loves me every day the same, even calls me by my name. Sing with me. I am Jesus, little lamb, ever glad at heart I am. For my shepherd gently guides me, knows my need and well provides me, loves me every day the same, even calls me by my name. Jesus is your good shepherd. You are his lamb. He knows you by name and he loves you. And he will always, always be with you. Let's fold our hands. Let's bow our heads. Close our eyes. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, our good shepherd, we thank you for laying down your life on the cross for us, for the forgiveness of sins, for the resurrection of our bodies and life everlasting. For all of this, Jesus, we thank you and praise you. Thank you for making us your lambs in the waters of our baptism. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for coming close to the computer or TV at home today for our message. The Lord be with you and bless you this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Jesus, our Lord, is alive. Our good shepherd lives. And he promises that we too will live forever with him. Our text today comes from the Old Testament, the book of Ezekiel, the 34th chapter. Specifically, these words. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will be the shepherd of my sheep, declares the Lord God. These are the words of our text. God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be holy and acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. This week, I saw a picture of Daffy Duck. It was one of those memes. And Daffy Duck is standing there, and Daffy Duck is saying this. He says, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Well, 
God wants your salvation done right. So, he does it himself. He saves you and me. In our text, God says, Behold, I, I myself, will be the shepherd of my sheep. Sixteen times, in five verses in Ezekiel chapter 34, God says, I will be the shepherd to my people. I will do this for my people. God will shepherd his sheep. He will do it himself. God is the only one who can shepherd his sheep. No one else can do what the good shepherd does. No one else is good. No one else can lay down his life for the sheep. No one else can redeem his people. That is, save them from sin's wages and punishment. Shed his blood for his sheep. No one else can take up his life again and rise from the dead on the third day. Why is this true? It is true because sinful people cannot save themselves. Sinful people like you and me, we can't save ourselves. We can't restore our broken relationship with God. The shedding of our blood will not redeem us. We cannot purchase the forgiveness of our sins. We cannot earn eternal life. We are completely helpless and unable to save ourselves from sin and death and the power of the devil. Daffy Duck said, if you want something done right, do it yourself. But saving ourselves is not a do-it-yourself project. We can't save ourselves because we can't do it right. To do it right would mean keeping all of the Ten Commandments perfectly all of the time, in thought and word and indeed, always loving God, always loving our neighbor as ourself, always, always without sin, always and all of the time. However, just because we can't do it doesn't mean people aren't trying to do it. People are always trying to earn God's favor always trying to purchase their salvation, always trying to outweigh their bad deeds with their good deeds, always working to do enough to merit God's favor, to win eternal life for themselves. All around us, people are on a spiritual treadmill. They are working hard, to be better today than they were yesterday. They are striving to progress as pilgrims. They believe that Christianity is all about self-improvement, you know, getting better from day to day. And they have pastors who tell them, do more, try harder. Here's what you need to do. You're not doing it. Now get out there and do it. Their pastors teach that Christianity is a performance-driven way of life and salvation. 
But the great mistake is hoping to discover in yourself that which can be found only outside of yourself in Jesus Christ alone. You see, many Christians are seeking self-righteousness inside of themselves instead of the gift of Christ's righteousness outside of them, one for them at the cross at Calvary. It is a fruitless endeavor to try to purchase your own salvation. St. Paul really makes it quite clear in this very familiar passage. You, you know it by heart. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this, not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. In Ezekiel's day, in the time of our text, there were bad shepherds over the people of Israel. These bad shepherds, they're not doing what a shepherd should do. They don't gather the lost. They don't seek those who are weak. They don't heal the sick. They don't care for the injured. And they rule over God's people harshly and brutally. And God says, woe to them. Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. And God says to them, I, I will rescue my flock. Behold, I, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. God is going to do it himself. He is going to be their good shepherd. In Jesus' day, the religious leaders were bad shepherds too. John the Baptist calls them a brood of vipers. Jesus says that they are children of the devil. They too are harsh and they are brutal with God's sheep. And so Jesus comes to rescue his people from these bad shepherds. And so in contrast to the bad shepherds, Jesus says, I, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus says, come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. God himself will shepherd his people. When Jesus makes it very clear that he is the good shepherd, the wicked shepherds of Israel drag him to the cross of Calvary and nail him to that cross. But they cannot stop the good shepherd. On the third day, Jesus rises from the dead. Forty days later, he ascends into heaven. And he does what he says. Behold, I, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. They cannot stop the good shepherd. 
You see, God so loved the world that he decided to save the world long before Ezekiel's day, before the foundations of the world were laid, St. Paul says, God determined that he would save his sheep by taking on their flesh and blood. And then, after the sin of Adam and Eve, God promised again that he would save his people. He would forgive Adam and Eve their sin and the sins of all of their descendants. He himself would crush Satan underfoot while being stricken himself and pierced himself. And later, later to a virgin named Mary, an angel tells the good news that she will give birth to the Son of God. He will be named Jesus, and God will take on our flesh and blood in order that he might be our good shepherd. God does what he says. Behold, I, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. St. Paul tells us about our good shepherd. It's in the book of Colossians in the first chapter. Listen to St. Paul's wonderful description of our good shepherd, who he is. He says, he, Jesus, the good shepherd, is the image of the invisible God. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus. And through Jesus, to reconcile to himself all things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Paul continues, he says, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now, God has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. Jesus is God himself. And in our text, Jesus, our good shepherd, says this, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. And he continues, As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so I will seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. Reminds you of Good Friday, doesn't it? On that day of thick darkness, the sheep, the disciples, are scattered. Jesus continues, And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel. Remind you of Jesus feeding the 5,000 on the mountain? Remind you of Jesus feeding the people with his word through the Sermon on the Mount? Jesus says, And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, 
and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. This is what Jesus does for you and me. He seeks us out, and he finds us in the waters of our baptism. God rescues us from our sin by crucifying us with Christ and raising us from the dead in our baptism. There he grants you and me saving faith in him. He gathers us into his church where he daily and richly forgives our sins and gives to you and me life everlasting. He cleanses us from all of our unrighteousness and gives us life to the full. He feeds us with his body and his blood in Holy Communion. Take, eat. This is my body given for you. Take, drink. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Our good shepherd, he sustains us with his holy word that delivers to you and me forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation every time we read it or hear it proclaimed. Our Good Shepherd supplies you and me with everything that we need for this body and life and for eternal life, too. Today, Jesus saves you and me from thinking that if you want to be saved, you have to do it yourself. And in its place, Jesus gives you himself. His blood, his righteousness, his life, his death, his holiness, his forgiveness, his resurrection and life. And on your deathbed, Jesus, your good shepherd, is the one who will hold on to you and keep you in saving faith. There he will command his holy angels to have charge over you, and they will guard you from the wicked one in the last moments of your life. And Jesus himself, Jesus himself will shepherd you through the last battle and your last breath of this life, and he will usher you into life everlasting. And as you breathe your last, you will be able to say with King David, surely goodness and mercy have followed me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is what the Good Shepherd does for you and me. And so we confess our faith in him. We say, I believe in Jesus Christ, 
his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Jesus is your good shepherd. He himself forgives your sins. He himself conquers death for you. He himself crushes the devil for you. He wants your salvation done right. And so he does it himself. He himself is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And you are saved. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. You are listening to Emmanuel, God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.